almost daily devotional temptation hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the almost daily devotional Cliff Ravenscraft here, and today we're going to take a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and we're going to talk about what the Apostle Paul said about temptation and how common it is to all of us. Well, folks, I'll tell you, it's been a very difficult morning trying to get this one recorded, as this is probably take number nine, and each time I found myself going down a different road that I just really didn't want to go down. Not an embarrassing one that I didn't want to share with you, but it just seemed like I wasn't going down the right road. And so here I am with another attempt. And I want to share with you that today is something that rather than being, you know, I woke up today and I was doing a normal devotional time and stuff like that. This is one that this is this today's devotional is different in that I felt on Sunday when I was at our weekly celebration Uh, service at Watermark Community Church, and my pastor was preaching on the topic of temptation, for some reason, I felt led to just write myself an email and say, hey, do an almost daily devotional topic on, or or, or episode on the topic of temptation, and I'm like, okay, I'll just write myself that little email, and I woke up this morning, and for my almost daily devotional time and everything, I was researching temptation, which is different for me because in before I never really said to myself this is what I'm going to do next the next time I do an episode of the almost daily devotional so it's a little weird for me to not just come to you with whatever fresh insight there is for the day but to sit there and and kind of actually been thinking about for more many hours in a way uh between yesterday morning and today and thinking about what I might share on the topic of temptation. So the only thing I can think of is there must be somebody out there, maybe it's you, that has not heard what I'm about to say, which which are things that I feel like I've known since day one. So these aren't new insights and and new feelings about these things. And, and I really never intended the Almost Daily Devotional to be a teaching tool per se. I, I mean, I know it comes with the territory and people who have not um been you know studying the scriptures or having daily devotional times i know there are many people that are listening to this that are not yet christian and have not even attended a church before and and you're investigating some of this stuff so you know with all that said let me just get all that behind me and say here we are today we're going to be taking a look at 1 corinthians chapter 10 verses 12 through 14 and verse uh, chapter 10, verse 13 is a memory verse. It was the first verse of the Bible I ever committed to memory. And with my eyes closed, I can say that no temptation has seized you except that which is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. So anyway, that's what 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says. However, Let me go ahead and read to you um, what the very first part of this says. And and this was, I guess if there's anything that's new to me, it would be this first uh, verse that goes in front of chapter, or verse 13. It would be verse 12. It would be, so, if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you do not fall. I love that. 
Because I will tell you, I feel like recently I've been very much accomplishing some wonderful goals and priorities in my life. I've been I've been really doing great at my physical activity, keeping up my goals and increasing those on a weekly basis. I've been doing that well for over a month now. The almost daily devotional is becoming a more consistent thing. You know, we still call it the almost daily and and it's actually becoming quite daily, although I'm still going to call it the almost daily just to give myself a little wiggle room. And the fact is, is I don't I don't want to ever make this to be something that, you know, I feel like I have to do to be a part of my daily routine alone with God. Uh, so there may still be a day or two that I don't put one of these out. But for the most part, I feel like I've been doing really, really good at these two areas of my life. So with that, I guess there is something that's new. A part, you know, verse 12 was not something I memorized with verse 13 of chapter 10 of 1 Corinthians. <laughs> oh, wow, did that sound confusing if you're not looking at the actual numbers in the screen. So anyway, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 12 says, So if you think you're standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. And then verse 13 says, No temptation has seized you except that which is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Now, when it comes to temptation, there is one story in the Bible that always comes to mind when I think about temptation and and especially this provide a way out. You know, this when you're tempted, there'll be a way out. And I'm remember I'm reminded of the story of Joseph in the book of Genesis. And if you've not read about the life of Joseph, I certainly, certainly encourage you to go back and read about the life of Joseph. Absolutely amazing story of a man who just had everything that could go wrong in his life went wrong, and yet this man was always devoted to his relationship with God and would not give in to temptation. I mean, it was just an amazing story of a man completely devoted to to righteousness. And and it was just it's just awesome stuff. So anyway. There was this time when he, Joseph was, he was basically made a slave uh, because of his brothers and their jealousy of him. And he was purchased by this man named Potiphar. And this man named Potiphar was a very, um, he was a huge authority figure, a very powerful man. And in essence, what happened was he was so, somewhat, the he was the right-hand man of the Pharaoh in Egypt. And and basically, the almost the most popular or the most powerful man uh, outside of Pharaoh himself. So this guy had he could pretty much anything he wanted done, he could probably have it done. Well, he had a very beautiful wife, is what we learn about in uh, the book of Genesis. And she thought that Joseph, um, her husband's slave, their property, if you will, was very good looking as well. And she made several attempts to seduce him and he would not do that and basically he was a man of integrity and says listen you know my uh, you know my god i could not sin against my god in this way is one of the things that he had basically told her and he said you know and the thing is is your husband has not withheld anything from me he's he's given me uh rule over anything in his command except you and so i would not defy my master or you know my my owner this in this way that's just not not going to happen. And she's like, and she continued to pursue him. 
And so one of the things that we learn is that one day, basically, she had caught him alone inside the house and she basically disrobed him and made a pass at him. And he ran outside completely naked. He, he had to get out. And so when I hear he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it, I always think of Joseph running outside completely naked. And, of course, he, was, he got into a lot of trouble because she started screaming uh, the Pharaoh's wife started screaming, and of course, uh, what happened th- next is that she had lied, and everybody came into the house, and she had said that he tried to uh, seduce her, and of course, you know, Pharaoh knew of Joseph's integrity, but yet um, knew that he could not call his wife a liar in front of you know everybody, and so he had a big decision to make. And I won't tell you the rest of the story. But I will tell you that in my mind, there were a couple things that Joseph must have done that really would have um, given him the ability, the ability to to be able to stand up under such such harsh temptation. But anyway, what I want to share with you are just a couple things that I believe that God has led me to understand about temptation. First of all, in this verse, I, we all learned that temptation happens to the best of us. Everybody has been tempted. In fact, we learn that Jesus was tempted in the New Testament. When we read the gospel accounts, uh, just after uh, the dove descended down from heaven and Jesus was baptized and God from heaven spoke and says, this is my son with whom I am in, well pleased. Uh, listen to him. And, you know, you think this is the greatest thing in the world. And then all of a sudden he's been led off to the desert for 40 days to be tempted. And Jesus was tempted in and we read about that. And so if Jesus was tempted, but yet without sin, then we can first off understand that no matter how much we're tempted, we have to understand the fact that we're tempted to do bad things. The fact that, you know, thoughts enter our mind, that does not necessarily mean that we have sinned. It's only when we entertain and we give we give um, company to those thoughts. If if we we basically said, hmm, let me th- oh, I wonder if I could do that, and 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 start to think about the. It, but if so, basically, what I would just want to say is, first off, temptation is not sin in and of itself. I mean, and and then the other thing is, is that we are all tempted. There is not one of us out there. Not even Jesus went through life without being tempted. The other thing is that um, this verse says, it, of course, it says here, no temptation has seized you except that is common to man. You know, we've all been tempted. And here's the other thing. God is faithful. I, I love this one. He will never let you be tempted what you beyond what you can bear. So you're never going to be tempted to the point, as a believer in Christ, you will never be, be tempted beyond the point of where you will not have the ability if you do the right things, turn to God, trust in him. If you if you take the right steps and prepare yourself through these temptations, you'll never be tempted beyond the ability to just say no or to just do the right thing. And it says, but when you are tempted and and get this, it says, but when you are tempted. It doesn't say if you are tempted. But it says when you are tempted, which I think means that, you know what, we are going to be tempted and it's going to continue to happen. It says here, but when we are tempted, he will will also provide a way out 
<laughs> Sometimes that means running out of the house naked, I guess. But anyway, he will provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. So temptation happens to the best of us. Um, we will never get more than we can handle. And there'll always be a, a way that we can resist temptation through God's help. And I think that, number one, preparing for temptation is our number one defense against temptation. And this is some of the stuff that my pastor kind of touched on in the sermon this week and what I'll share with you. Number one, I think it's great to write down a list. If you can get a piece of paper and a pen and you can write down a list of a few things. Number one, places. What are some places that you go where you are tempted to do things that are not right? Do you struggle with alcoholism? And then when all of a sudden you're invited to go to the sports bar to watch the game with the guys, is that a place where you feel most tempted? Or is there maybe, you know, perhaps maybe you have struggled with the issue of pornography and and whenever you're on a business trip and your hotel room happens to be a place that you feel most tempted. And so just start to think about those things. What are the temptations that you face on a regular basis? And then all of a sudden start to think, okay, what these are the things that I struggle with the most in my life. These are the places where I feel those temptations the strongest. And then you want to consider, okay, what can I do to take away? What can I do to reduce this? Do I stay away from these places? Are there things and steps that I can do to to take away that temptation from this place? What are those things? The next thing you can do with your list are is ask yourself, are there people that you feel are distracting you and tempting you? Do you have people who are consistently saying, oh, come on, don't be ridiculous? I mean, you know, that that's just silly. You know, everybody's doing it. I mean, are there people that just, just are re- unrelentless? Now, you know, I, I'm not suggesting that we stay, and in, in especially with the, a, a couple of the other ones here, I'm not suggesting that we stay away from non-Christian people because that's for the foremost thing I would hate for any of us to do. But there are some people, maybe, maybe if you just have some friends that are kind of joking around that you've decided to change your life um, and, and, and stuff like that, and it kind of just blows over after time and they just start to respect you that you just decide not to do that. Especially that can be more true is if if you're not overly judgment overly judgmental of them for continuing to do the things that you've always done with them. So anyway, but are there people who just won't let up, who are continually tempting you? Oh, come on, come on, let's do it. Let's go, let's, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Let's come with us. She's beautiful. I've got this all set up. It's not going to do it. Are they consistently trying to trip you up? Write down a list of those people. And for me, this is the biggest thing for me, and, I, and I, I'm so thankful for this, understanding this. And Are there times of the day when you are most tempted in those areas that you're tempted? And for me, I will tell you what, I can be very productive at night. And I've learned that my most tempting hours are between 11 o'clock in the evening and 2 o'clock in the morning. Anytime after 11 o'clock, my mind is so susceptible to just about anything and i tell you it's it's very it's very difficult for me to stand up against temptation when i am mentally tired and so i've decided that you know what i'm going to do my best to be in bed now 
at a, at a decent hour. That's something that God has been laying on my heart. And you know what? I'm, we're already at um, 15, 16 minutes now into this episode. And so I'm going to call this Temptation Part 1, and we'll come back with Temptation Part 2 tomorrow. So I, I, with that, I apologize for keeping you this long. I almost didn't even realize the time. So uh, we'll be back with Temptation Part 2 tomorrow. God bless. Thank you.